What we've learned today is that Waldo has got nothing on NDP leader Jagmeet Singh. Where is this man at? Where is he? Does anybody know? Because this guy's been in place for what? Yeah, the crickets don't even know. But he's been in place for what? Almost two years? And uh, yet on the eve of the election, we learned that the party's still short, what, 164 candidates. They, they only need 164 candidates. God help us if the writ drops, like, I don't know, Thursday. But they're still uh, looking for 164 candidates. The party's barely polling above 10 points. The most seasoned members of the party bolted last year and continued to quit. And then late today, on the very same day that Jagmeet Singh releases this slick new campaign ad, you know, declaring that the NDP are in it for you. Well, then we learn 14 disgruntled New Brunswick NDP candidates have, well, they've quit. And they've declared they're throwing their support behind the Greens. Why? Well, according to uh, these members, Jagmeet Singh didn't come to see them or the province. Not once. Not once since being elected leader. How is that possible? Like, how is that possible? Let's ask. Jason Leader is president of Enterprise Canada, also a conservative and uh, well-known around political circles. And I have to think you had a, a reaction to this. What was your reaction to this news? <laughs> Other than laughing. <laughs> where, where do you start, right? Like, I mean, honestly, he's in essentially single digits. He had a mass exodus today. The problem is, you know, everything. You, you, yeah, you mentioned where's Waldo. And the problem is for people like me, who's a conservative campaigner, this is devastating news. Like, mm-hmm. I actually need this guy to do OK mm-hmm. in order, in order to, to be able to attack Mr. Trudeau from the left. And he is, you know, I used to make this joke about Mr. Singh, and it used to be a joke. And now it's, it's just coming true. He was the third best politician in the third biggest party in the Ontario legislature. And now he wants to be a national leader. And we're and sadly, we're seeing some of that right now. And and uh, the future is not bright. And I think we're facing an existential crisis for the NDP. I mean, they've got a proud service, you know, a proud record of sort of protest politics in this country. And they almost, you know, they were in the second place party in 2011. And my goodness, they are facing an existential threat. Like Elizabeth May could wipe them off the map right now. Elizabeth May and Justin Trudeau. And I think if you're an NDP partisan, if you're a, a union member, if you're, you know, somebody who who cares about progressive politics, it's a devastating outcome. Uh, this this guy has led them essentially into the abyss. Yeah, I think I think they'd be very. I think they'd be extremely disappointed. I think a guy like Tom Mulcair must be just sitting back saying, "Well, what did you expect?" I mean, at least with Tom Mulcair, um, he may not have been the most popular guy, but he was strong and he was smart and he was established and he was very effective in things like, oh, I don't know, question period, which no one watches, but still, he was. I think at the point where if uh, if he had been in position now, and you can you can tell me where I'm wrong, had he been in you know the leadership position. Uh, he probably would have reaped a lot of rewards from from Trudeau, given the SNC scandal. But Jagmeet was not able to capitalize off of any of that. At where has the guy been? I mean, honestly, you know, it was just sad today. I don't remember seeing a, a clip of Mr. Singh in the last in the last number of months. I, I literally remember him seeing seeing him out there a couple of times. And, and I got to say, I'm embarrassed for them. I mean, you've got to you've got you know you kind of go back to I think Alex, right? Nobody wanted this 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 leadership the best the best possible outcome for them the best possible leader for them was nathan cullen mm-hmm. he wanted mm-hmm. no part of it yeah 
He retired from politics for good reason. He's been in the MNMP for a long time. It's a long trip from Victoria, Victoria, you know, Vancouver yeah. Island, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, nobody, literally nobody was running. And so, you know, a couple of people throw their hat in the ring and they pick this guy off the scrap heap and he, and he, and he waltzes in and looks like he's going to, going to do okay. But my goodness, I, where are they headed? And I think that's the, that's the worry is, um, I think Mr. Mulcair, um, for all of his faults, I think there's a lot of buyer's remorse over in the NDP folks right now, and I think they're looking saying, oh, shoot, we made a huge mistake here. And they did. They had a guy that was pretty competent who would have been a good solid second, third, fourth place, like, you know, and they threw him on the scrappy. Well, they went for the shiny object, uh, thinking that they could, you know, mirror what had happened with, they could get the Trudeau effect, and and you you can't duplicate that. And frankly, the shine was already off Trudeau when they were trying to score that. And I don't mean to disparage um, Jagmeet Singh. He's a really nice guy, um, and he was quite popular and well-liked in Queen's Park. That, however, does not translate to meaning that he was quite ready to go to the federal level. And I think he made a big uh, mistake in the sense that if he had just stuck around Queen's Park, he probably would be the leader of the NDP right now um, and then he could have built profile and, and and gone a different direction and maybe gone the federal loot later but nonetheless we're here where we are now the NDP is completely collapsing I have to think Shears War Room is uh, you know sweating I mean because they do need the NDP to do well but given that's not happening adjacent what now happens with the green because it looks like the green are going to capitalize off the NDP um you know the, their downfall, and so how does that help, and is it enough to help Shear? Yeah, I think I think two things on that. It depends on how bloodthirsty Ms. May is uh, as the Green Party leader over the next couple of months. She is. She is. If she's got her act together, and if she focuses her attention, and if she's willing to sort of play cutthroat with Mr. Trudeau, she can be a real thorn in their side, and she can pick up some of that progressive vote who, quite frankly, is pretty disappointed with Mr. Trudeau right now and is looking for a place to park a vote and mm-hmm. so if she's bloodthirsty i think she, she can make a big difference the the conservatives have to have to sort of count on the fact that some of that progressive vote that is very dis, uh, very uh, disappointed in mr trudeau isn't going to all coalesce behind him at the very end and so um the one thing ironically for mr Shear, if it looks like he has a chance of forming government at the end of the campaign, mm. it's more likely for it to coalesce behind Mr. Trudeau. If it looks like Mr. Sh- Mr. Trudeau is going to win um, the election, mm-hmm. therefore, you've got if you're a progressive voter, you've got a little bit of permission to vote for Ms. Uh, Ms. May. So the irony is for Mr. Shear to, to actually do well at the very end in that sort of strategic voting discussion, he might have to look like he's losing in order to do better. Well, yeah, and they say campaigns matter, and you know you know probably better than anybody that they do, in fact, matter. Uh, but Elizabeth May has been around for an awfully long time, and I get that everyone likes her. Uh, she's never been scrutinized. She's, she's never, never been challenged. Either. She's never punched through. She's never, and she's never, been, she's never actually run a campaign, like a serious campaign. So this is different for them this time around. Yeah, the, the stakes are much higher because the opportunity is much higher. She's never punched through. She's had a couple of moments. Um, in, in federal politics, but there's never been a time when, you know, she caught fire. And, and uh, you know, I must say, I, I worry, <laughs> if I were a Green campaigner, I worry a little bit about her ability to punch through because, yeah, I mean, the, the reason why she's a, a member and the leader of this party she's been the, is because, number one, they couldn't find anybody else. Mm. She offered to get, she offered to give up the leadership in case, in case somebody, a couple of people wanted to come and join it. And the truth is, she's got some pretty wacky ideas. Yep. And uh, she's pretty far out there. Like she's not a mainstream political leader. And and in in Canada the truth is 
we do like our politicians to be Big Ten politicians fundamentally. Like, you know, we, we can pretend through the cut and thrust that the difference between, you know, Mr. Harper and Mr. Trudeau is, you know, dire, uh, you know, change one way or another. The truth is in Canada, we, we tack around the margins. And Ms. May has some ideas that, that are uh, that are pretty far out there. Well, they are. I mean, look, if you if you want a, a, a green candidate who I think could punch through, it would be a guy like Mike Schreiner. He's a very likable guy. He's got some very good ideas, and he's not, I wouldn't call him a radical. So, I mean, if they can get to that point and they can get candidates like that, I think it would be a different kind of party. But it's not going to happen, obviously, this campaign. Yeah, Having said Mike, that, Mike's a fantastic campaigner and he's a fantastic guy and he, he would be a very good leader for the federal NDP. I agree with you. And and, and that might still happen because he's, he's pretty young. Um, but campaigns matter. And, and I got to say, look, Shear's also not catching on. He's being attacked relentlessly in this pre-writ period. And a lot of people are saying, uh, you know, and, and certainly a lot of it is is punditry talk and, and media talk, but he has not yet caught on, uh, but he is being attacked relentlessly. So campaigns matter. How do you expect that this is going to roll out, given we don't really know when the writ's going to drop, but it'll be soon. Yeah, I think it's the end of this week or at, at the latest, the earlier. You hear that, Jug Meat? You got, you got till the end of the week to get those candidates in, though, <laughs> in case you're one. Yeah, you you got to double your number of candidates in, in five days. <laughs> you go. Um, you know, I... Listen, I've, I've said from the very start, and, and this is not to be, I've said this is Mr. Trudeau's campaign to lose. He should be steamrolling right now. This yeah. guy should be should be 20 points ahead. He's an international celebrity. You know, he, everybody knows him. Um, he's, had, he's had a decent economy outside of Alberta. He, this guy should be steamrolling. And the fact that he's not shows a lot of people are having having a lot of second thoughts. They're looking at him and sort of saying, oh, man. You know, they, uh, it looked pretty great, but it hasn't really lived up to the promise. And so that's the opportunity for Mr. Shear. The problem for Mr. Shear is that in Canada, we're a risk-averse lot. We normally give uh, the guy, and it's mostly been a guy, um, a second, a second, a second crack at it. I think we and, can honestly say that it's a good thing we didn't give the gal a second chance because she's proved herself to be fairly <laughs> well, lenient. After, after the way she's had, after the week she's had, I mean, she disgraced herself. I'm referring to Kim Campbell yeah. for those wondering who I'm talking about. Yeah. But go on, go on. That's another. That's another story on she disgraced herself on Twitter. But anyway, to your point, like I, we just generally give people another crack, and yeah. so if Mr. Trudeau wins. It will be because of that, and and you know because you know people people generally, other than a couple of exceptions, Mr. Trudeau being one of them, he's a once in a lifetime campaigner. You generally don't get to punch through on your first time. You generally take it takes another crack at it. Right. So um, that's generally just the way the math works, and so uh, that's what Mr. Shear is up against. And uh, you know he's got he's got a slight, you know he's close in Ontario, but he's got to win Ontario in order to win. Yeah. And he's got to get somehow the NDP to uh, get a pulse at some point. Exactly. Soon. All yeah, right. Well, off, we will. Uh, flat line. Yeah. Well, we'll stay tuned and we'll uh, bring you into the conversation again because I know you've got an awful lot of experience with this. So I appreciate you joining me. Thanks, Alex. Appreciate it. That is uh, Jason Later. He's the president of Enterprise Canada here on Point on Global News Radio.